Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode is episode 309 of this year, marking Wednesday, the 4th of November of the year 2020. On this day in history, in 1646, Massachusetts used the death penalty for denying the crime of denying that the Holy Bible is God's word, proving that Americans have always been murderous zealots desperate to dehumanise their political opponents and also that cancel culture could be worse. And in 1846, on this date, Benjamin Palmer patented the artificial leg while his wife, Mrs. Palmer, and her four lovely daughters and one thumb invented masturbating. And in 1854, a lighthouse was built on Alcatraz Island to attract criminals like moths. Your guest today on the podcast is the recently rediscovered member of the royal family and ex-disgraced minister, uh, John Luke Roberts. Welcome back. Yes, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest breaking news in the American election, including the latest rock-slash-island election news. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, Elon Musk's robo-chipped pigs have been out of the headlines of late after holding up in Mount Rushmore demanding animal rights. You could be forgiven for assuming that they'd fallen off the map. Well, in a way they have, as the launch of a pig rocket from the face of Teddy Roosevelt into space sees these revolutionary hyper-intelligent pig bots fling themselves from the surface of the Earth and into the vast unknown. Where they're going, nobody knows, but NASA is attempting to make contact with the rogue pigs, while Elon Musk, who still owns the intellectual property on their networked brain chips, is said to be suing them for licensing infringements. John Luke Roberts, you got anything to say about the robo-pigs? Is this the, the pre-story for the, um, the Muppets Tonight Pigs in Space <laughs> uh, feature? 
Because it's about time that prequel was made. And no, I'm this is... I'm glad to know Elon Musk was responsible. This is real-world news, John Luke Roberts. You know the Robo-Pigs, the Robo-Pigs. Oh, yeah. You know the escape of the Robo-Pigs. And I, of course I know the Robo-Pigs. I just hadn't seen where this was going. <laughs> and having pieced it all together, it now seems that next step is, is pigs in space. It's, it was a good... Uh, it's very realistic. And in updates of local news, rebellious individual Lone Wolf Jonathan, who works alone and needs only himself, has fallen out with Gladys Smith of North Southerton, who runs the weekly Bridge Night. Gladys, until now, has always said she's happy to have young faces around the Bridge Night and has had a soft spot for a bad boy since her husband was away at the war and she had a brief fling with a Bolshevik, but discovered Jonathan selling illegal drugs to the rest of the Seniors Bridge Association. After noticing serious tactical changes among the over-80s, Jonathan has been suspended from club membership for up to three weeks and is said to be repentant. Do you play bridge, John Luke Roberts? I don't play it, but I've, uh, I've, I've occasionally I um, check out what the rules are because it comes up in a cryptic crossword clue. <laughs> That's all the time we have for the headlines we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now because we've got to buy things otherwise we're all going to die because we're not allowed to do subsistence farming anymore because that's not how the world works. Meringues. A deceptively difficult bake. They must be light, sweet, but also structurally sound and capable of being built into an eight-foot flower sculpture for the dessert fair. But alas, Denizen Jones is there, your worst dessert enemy with his foolproof meringue and his mind-bogglingly innovative cascade of cats design. That said, all you need to win the prize and the admiration of the young, impressionable meringue groupies is for Jones to slip up just once. And in your hand, you have half a glass of water. Half a glass of water is enough to sabotage anyone's egg whites if dropped in at just the right time, and it's not for nothing that you recently befriended the charming, cheeky street urchin Horace Grimblesby. Half a glass of water. Victory at last. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Moths, the butterfly of the evening, or how rich British people say maths. <laughs> Moths. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, do you mind if I pop into the abacus room? I need to do a little bit of moths. Look, it's not accurate, but it's not not accurate. But if you say it in a posh voice, it does sound... Yeah. <laughs> I've never been good at accents. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The last post. That's all the time we have for your ad section now because now it's time for your top story. Breaking news in the Rock Slash Island 2020 campaign. Voting is in John Luke Roberts. They've begun to count what's happening. What's the breaking news? Well, it's of course, it's a... Um... It looks like Bob Vicente and Trash Island and The Rock have won, but it's quite a, it's a it's a difficult process. There's lots of because there's early voting, there's late voting, there's um, sideways voting. That's a new one. It's in some of the courts aren't really happy with it. Basically, they have to count the votes, then they have to taste the votes. At this stage, they're caressing <laughs> the votes before finally they mash up the votes, use them in a sort of um, a brewing device to make what you could basically call a tea drink the tea and then look at the um look at the leaves left from the votes and see whose face it most <laughs> resembles it's generally state by state that's that's more or less how they do it uh, but it does look like Bob the sentient trash island has won and of course he ran on the slogan i'm a sentient trash island and uh, that seems to have been successful for him. That seems to have been enough. Trump isn't particularly happy about it, but he has also been absorbed by Bob the Sentient Trash Island, so there's not much he can do. Well, yeah, yes. I mean, obviously, that was scenes, of course, because they haven't declared full-on victory yet, but it was looking like Bob the Sentient Trash Island was way out ahead in that every single vote that had been counted so far was coming in in favour of him. It was it was not at all ambiguous, but uh, Trump kept saying, wait, 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 maybe there's more. What about the postal votes? Uh, but unfortunately, he spent the last yeah, few months yeah, completely yeah. undermining. He started right. He started that. Do you remember he he took out those bits of paper, and said, wait, 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 and wrote like 1000 votes uh, on them and held it up and said, look, there's more votes. And he kept doing he kept making his own votes out of bits of paper and cardboard and what he had around. Yeah. But we we, we still don't know that might be a successful. It tactic. might. It might. So far, we've got Mike Pence wrestling with Dwayne The Rock Johnson on the top of the White House um, events to to determine whether that works at all. It's surprising, to be honest, that that Pence is doing so well against professional wrestler Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But it does seem to be sustaining, uh, which is I, I don't know. I don't know whether there's any powerful forces that he's um, he's summoned to help him. But it's weirdly equal, I would say. It's 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 weirdly. Well, this is equal. the thing. This is the thing that Dwayne the Rock Johnson, despite his many many years of wrestling, a lot of um, the wrestling that he has done is, um, let's say, not as impactful as as other wrestling. Uh, in that there seems to be a lot of very telegraphed punches that um, strike Pence with a flat right. palm in the middle of the chest, rather than, for example, connecting with his jaw with the full force of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's arm. Ah. So it seems almost as if The Rock is playing by the rules. Yes, yes, of of WWE yeah. wrestling or WWF wrestling, as it yeah. used to be called before the World Wildlife Fund came in with their cute pandas and ripped off the best trademark in the history of... Pence, of course, is just going mad up there with a big wooden mallet, which I don't think is in the WWE. No, you're allowed to use a, a light metal folding chair. That's a legitimate yeah. weapon in the WWE. Um, you're allowed to tag out someone uh, in in un- uh, underpants. You're allowed to tag them in. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a rule that you are allowed to use any mallet that you can carry in your pocket, which of course generally means very tiny mallets, unless there's a cartoon playing. 
and they can they, they you know they can get a massive one out of there i mean that is not fair i mean we, we all have to acknowledge that that is is not fair to bring out a cartoon mallet because that unlike normal mallets that can just make someone entirely two-dimensional and then that takes them minutes to it's recover to from they're just little little two-dimensional circle waddling around in circles very stressful can't be good for long-term health outcomes either and what are they for anyway massive nails you know you never you don't need a mallet that big it's a weapon yeah yeah it is the ar-15 of cartoon weaponry there's no function other than like you're not using that to hunt a deer is what i'm saying you know who needs a flat deer well no that's it there's nothing to eat what's the point you flattened the meat that's what you've done yeah, I mean, I suppose you could sort of put it in sandwiches, but since when have we venison sandwiches? I don't think it's, it's not. I mean, we have them in the royal family, of course, but they don't taste nice. <laughs> we just do it because we can. It's like swan. We have swan neck. It's horrible. We do it because we can. There's one thing I'd like to point out. Yes, uh, there's of actually course. two little bits of trivia about this. Against the odds, Trump did win the popular vote, which is the it's a, a tree based vote. <laughs> and they all went for him. All the poplars, all the poplars went for him. I think he made some weird. You won't lose your leaves in autumn promises. You know, he said, "Well, I'll stick them back on. You won't have to go around naked for a quarter of the year." Very gullible, the poplars bend with every breeze. It, I know it's true. It's true. They're not evergreens, are they? No, good because if they were, that wouldn't work. No, because Bob the sentient trash island has very good environmental policies. Very good environmental. Poplars are more like nevergreens. Am I right? Yeah, and he's got that kind of hey. Why throw it in landfill? I'll just have it and be bigger. <laughs> and The Rock is the first vice president to be in Mount Rushmore. Not as a face, but as the material itself. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for our top story right now, because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. This one comes in from Andrew, who says, Dear Alice and adjacent co-human... That's you today, John Luke. Uh, thank you. I am adjacent. Well, well, are you though, or are you? I'm like, well, I'm like in terms of Zoom, I am adjacent. You are adjacent, but sort of geographically, very much perpendicular and at a distance. Perpendicular. Yes. I guess. Well, yeah. I feel like our heads are pointing in different directions if our feet are pointing towards the globe. If you stuck a rod through my head, <laughs> out through perineum. Through the earth. I would get arrested. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true. <laughs> Back to the letter. Uh, New Zealand has launched a local tourism campaign for Kiwis called Do Something New, New Zealand. I'm concerned, however, this campaign must spark some confusion with the Do Something New, New New Zealand Octopus Tribes tourism campaign. Is it possible we might see more octopus tentacles squelching around our tourism hotspots? Best wishes and good luck to you, Christopher. Andrew. You follow tourism news, John Luke. What's going to be happening? Is there going to be much confusion with these two slogans? Or do you think people know the difference between New Zealand and New New Zealand and what's new in New Zealand and what's new in New New Zealand? Well, uh, actually, I, I think what this generally leads to is the creation of a, of a new 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 Zealand. You can't put a campaign out this without thinking somebody's going to get the wrong end of the stick and decide, you're right, we do need a new 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 Zealand. So, yep, I, I just think we're going to have a proliferation of Zealands. And I feel sorry for New Zealand. I feel sorry for Zealand, let's be honest. I feel sorry for Zealand, yep, this is it. They're, they just, with each New Zealand, they seem more and more out of date and they can do everything they want to try and get up to the current day. But as long as there's a new, 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 new
you know, a say new, new, new New Zealand, they're going to seem like your old hat, Grandad. Yes, and of course, uh, depending on where you are in the world, people don't even call them by their proper name. Some people just call them Zedland because that's the more technically correct. Yeah, yeah the alphabet. Yeah, yeah. I, that was an alphabet joke. And that's all the time we have for your letters to the editor today. <laughs> I enjoyed that letter. A rare occasion where I enjoy a letter to the editor. Thank you for writing in to us, Andrew. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow come rain, hail or shine. I don't know why any of those things would be an issue. We're a podcast. A big hello to our listeners in the other dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was the wonderful John Luke Roberts. John Luke, have you anything to plug? I have specials available on johnlukeroberts.co.uk so go there if you like and I'm on Twitter at jlukeroberts you should get those specials they're all good I watched one just the other night the last post is an Alice Fraser yes I did Uh, the last post is an Alice I made my dad watch it but he fell asleep not just because he was tired not because of your comedy I I understand he already saw that show in Edinburgh I made him go the last post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle podcast forcing your dad to watch my shows I don't know it's not really (laughs) This hasn't been the ego boost I was hoping for. (laughs) The last post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or for a one-stop shop of all of my stand-up specials, podcasts and blogs, sign up to support me on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes pass to my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sub-producer, the editor, and the iron fist inside his velvet glove is the inimitable Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.